we're going to have to find a way to be able to be angry and sin not. We're going to have to be able to find a way that we never become hardened by the situation because people who become hardened by a situation become powerless to change it. Artists, musicians, and creatives of all kinds. Looking for help balancing your passion to create with your everyday life? Not sure if your faith can coexist with your profession? Welcome to a place where real artists discuss real life. You're listening to The God and Gig Show. Visit GodandGigs.com for show notes, links, and more information. Hello there, and welcome to our show. Thank you so much for making this podcast a part of your creative day. My name is Alan. I'm your host, and I'm a musician and author of the books God and Gigs, Succeed as a Musician Without Sacrificing Your Faith, as well as our devotional, Your Art, God's Heart, a 21-day devotional for creatives. And each of those books is available at all online bookstores, as well as on our website, godandgigs.com slash books. And if you're new to this podcast, thank you so much for checking it out. I hope you'll review and subscribe to the show so you'll check out future episodes easily. And let me tell you what it's all about so that you'll know that you're among friends. This podcast is all for musicians, artists, and creatives who want to build a better creative life from the inside out by applying timeless spiritual principles to the temporary creative problems that you might be facing. Our goal is to always to make you more confident as you grow to become the creative that you were created to be. So I would love for you again to be a part of this community. Check out our our Facebook group, our creative community on Facebook. That's where we interact and we grow and we talk to each other and we can kind of be more personable and learn more about each other. And speaking of the creative community, that's where we shared what we're sharing today on our podcast. I do a creative checkup every Monday and we talked on a on a previous episode about emotions, specifically anger. And I know a lot of us are dealing with a lot of different emotions when it comes to the culture, the news, all the stresses we're dealing with, with COVID-19. And I just wanted to kind of take a deep breath and help each help us let help us to help each other I should say to really gain control over our emotions and how we focus on the legitimate need to express ourselves but to do so in a healthy way I promise you you're going to gain a lot of encouragement out of this episode so here it is are trying to figure out how to handle life day to day as creatives when it comes down to the stresses and the things that are knocking us off our game. And right now, the big thing that's knocking us off our game, I would put it in one big overarching thing is emotions. Uh, we have had our emotions rocked from here to there to here to there for the last eight weeks, 10 weeks since March, I say, so almost three months now. And now we're now hit with this additional um, blow to our collective emotion. And so I've called it really a cultural PTSD. Um, It's a cultural PTSD because I would say it's both post-traumatic and present traumatic stress disorder. I would kind of put both of those things on it. And again, I'm not speaking as a mental health um, professional, but just in my own you know, way of looking at it. This is, this is a global type of event 
in every situation that we, in every situation you could name, it's global. Whether it be dealing with racism, it's global, or COVID, it's global. So there's nobody that's not affected by this mentally. So I'm talking to the creators, all of us who are together in this, and I want to share with you just four little things that I believe we have to watch out for when it comes to a specific emotion, and that's anger. Because um, simply to speak, in the spiritual sense, um, the Bible obviously tells us that anger is not a sin itself, that uh, Jesus was angry, that there's a righteous anger. Um, my pastor, Mitchell Life Church pastor Steve, has done a sermon on anger and passion. He brought up, he actually drove a motorcycle up on stage and revved it up just to show how powerful emotion can be. But that obviously that motorcycle can do one of two things. It can either drive you fast to where you need to go and be very effective in getting it, or it can crash into a, a horrible accident if you are out of control. So that's why I feel like this anger and emotion that's all going on in the creative's lives, our lives. We've got to make sure that we handle it effectively because once again, I'm not saying that your anger, your emotion is not valid, extremely valid. If you're angry, if you're mad, if you're feeling a frustration right now that seems to boil over, I'm not saying that that's not legitimate. I'm not even saying that it's not useful and helpful and healthy. I am going to say that it is definitely something you've got to be aware of what it does to the inside of you as a creative, because if we aren't very careful of how we use that anger and how it affects us on the inside, we might achieve the results, but then burn the very object or the ability to um, to, to harness that power because of what the anger does on the inside of the creative life. The creative life is what I'm talking about. So not necessarily society, not necessarily um, how we are supposed to, you know, defend people or fight for injustice, fight against injustice, um, but how we manage our inner lives while we are trying to uh, create out of a passion and a desire to um, just get a handle on this. So there's four things that I, like I said, I always want to jump in quickly and share what these things are so that you're not just watching and wondering if I'm going to meander. But if you have comments or questions about anger, emotion, how you're dealing with the anger, how you're dealing with feelings, great to see you. Mickey's over here on Instagram. Great to see you, man. I hope you're doing well. We got to check in whenever you can. Even if you can't check in today and hang out, man, make sure you, uh, we got to hit each other up because we always lose track month after month. And then it's like, man, I got to get back to my brothers and talk to everybody. So we're talking about anger, emotion, and how we're dealing with these feelings in this creative checkup. And once again, the creative checkup, every Monday, pep talk for musicians, creators, or freelancers. Okay. So the first thing I want to say is that as I am a creator, as I am a black man, as I am someone that's motivated and feels everything that's feeling that we're feeling around here, uh, my friend Maria Z, we just did a podcast. She called it like our, our our creative antennas. All of our creatives' antennas right now are up, and they are receiving everything. In a spiritual sense, in a creative sense, we are magnets for emotion and for feeling. So I want to be very very clear with everyone that. The anger and the frustration that we feel, whatever your opinion is on this, is legitimate because we are literally designed to pick up information and pick up emotion. Like that's our bent. We're designed for that. So what I'm asking you guys 
as creatives and musicians and freelancers who have to like keep your antennas up is how are you protecting yourself in terms of your inner, your feelings? How are you making sure that the anger that you are either harnessing or picking up is channeled in the right direction, both in your art and in your heart? Because the Bible is very clear. It says, be angry and sin not. So that little phrase is very easy to pop, 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 pop out. But what does it mean? Well, I believe that pretty clearly that he's saying that there has to be a direction and a proper channel to the anger that actually hits its mark and does not sink in as a poison or bitterness on the inside, which affects the very ability of us to enact change. So what I'm asking you to do, first of all, is to really be aware that you're picking up more than you think. And everybody's had to take breaks. I've heard people, my friend Trey Black yesterday that we did our, our, our um, song conversation, we did our live stream that I've been doing for the last 10 weeks, but our live stream last week, yesterday, no, Saturday, we didn't, we didn't charge. We, we actually do a, a ticketed event for our live streams, but we didn't do one yesterday or Saturday. We, all we did was simply play and sing and just kind of like just have some 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 moment to breathe and just to play and to think and to talk. And Trey said he had shut off his social media entirely. Maybe that's something we need to do. Maybe you need to do that. Maybe you've got to just simply back off of social media entirely and just get off of it because the effect overall is going to be to damage the very well that you're able to pour out of when it comes to being creative. And you might need to take a break from writing. You might need to take a break from singing. You might need to take you know, a, a, a creative pause so that you can process the emotions. But whatever you do with the anger, it's gotta be then channeled. It can't be burned up inside because that simply is not a healthy way for you to deal with the emotion. It's designed to go somewhere. In the book, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, you might want to check that out. It's a very good book for dealing with emotions. I'll be honest, not from a Christian worldview, but that's okay because we pick up things, nuggets from every single source. So Julia Cameron said anger and frustration is like a, it directs us. It's like a, a, it's like a divining rod. And it tells you what direction you need to be moving toward, either to resolve something or to protect yourself from something. So we got to watch that divining rod and say, okay, where is my anger pointing me toward or pointing me away from? If your anger is pointing you toward creating and pushing and making change and creating art that that will make change and will impact people's lives, then that kind of is the direction you should go because that anger is pointing you in the right direction. However, if the anger is pointing you in a way that makes you less likely to be able to handle things, less likely to speak in your in the with with authority and with vision, with purpose. If the anger is now starting to become something that's ravaging you, taking you out of yourself, taking you out of your game, then it's the anger is pointing you in a way to say, "Hey, you need to resolve this. You need to resolve this and step away." So the anger can point you in two different directions. The question is, which anger? Which direction are you going to go in? And are you sensitive to what the anger is doing to your creative spirit? Time around over here, you said going to the gym used to be an outlet, but it's been closed. Yeah, gym and exercise is definitely a great way to deal with the emotion. Uh, I know I haven't done it, but I definitely used to go out here in the back and work out, work out in my garage. 
And um, that was a definitely a great way to release emotion and release some of the pressure. And um, I, I, would, I know it's hate. I hate that all the uh, gems are closed. So, um, by the way, over here, thanks for joining us over here on Instagram, guys. I uh, can't wave at you in terms of the things, but thanks for joining us. So here's a couple of things that I will point out. And some of these are in a blog post that I do, I will share. I can't really post it here on, um, on IG, but uh, I will be kind of like glancing over here at the blog post. So you want to check out the original blog post, simply go to godandgigs.com and search for angry the word angry, or you can actually put godagainst.com slash angry and you'll pick up this blog post. So I am kind of borrowing some ideas, but not borrowing, but I'm just sharing ideas that are already in the blog post. And I would love for you to comment here so that we can continue the discussion more than just on a static uh, blog post page. This is where I feel like it can be more interactive. So there's four things that I think you have to be aware of when it comes to anger. And the first one that I think we all have to be watching out for is authenticity. Authenticity, of course, means that we have to be honest, honest about our anger, honest about how these events, how we feel, whether it be frustration, doubt, fear, um, any emotion that we're feeling, but especially the ones where we feel a, a legitimate sense of anger. How are we actually dealing with that on the inside? So you can experience a righteous anger or you can experience an anger which simply burns out of control. And that could be against a spouse or someone that bothered you. It could be have nothing to do with social justice. It could be just you're mad at somebody cut you off in the road and it ends up affecting you when you get to your performance, how somebody deals with you on the stage, how, how you uh, somebody uh, speaks to you the wrong way when you're trying to get ready before a performance. And that anger can come right out of you and it can affect your ability to perform. So I've written about this very much in uh, my book, God and Gigs, that Darling Check, who's a, um, a songwriter, calls that kind of up and down the creative life, emotional fervor. And she describes David, how he would be angry and sad and depressed and then rejoicing, just up and down and up and down. And the creative life is like that. So what I want to encourage you guys, number one, is to be authentic with yourself and be honest with yourself. And one of my favorite verses comes from Psalm 51 and 6, where it says, You desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you will make me to know wisdom. So we got to be honest with ourselves on the inside, guys, as creatives. If we want to be honest with our anger and be able to channel it, you first have to be honest with yourself and say, where is that anger coming from and where do I feel it and how am I going to deal with it? The second thing, which I think some people miss out is, is your, is your audience, so I'm just curious, how many of you have even considered your audience? I mean, have you considered the people that are listening? Like some of us, we're speaking to an audience where everybody's in agreement. Everybody's angry at the same thing. There's others where people are not angry at the same thing, where people who are, have a, a anger at just, you know, they're angry at God, they're angry at a whole, whole sorts of things. And their way of expressing anger is different than yours, but you've got to try to reach them. So how do we reach people who have a different source or a different feeling about anger? Well, I would first say that to be sensitive and to put yourself in their place. So if you're talking to an audience that understands your anger, then you might be able to pour it out in a way which is very clear and very direct. And you might say, you know what, I need to do that for everybody. I need to hit them right in the face and I don't care who's listening. I don't care 
what they think. And there is a, there's definitely a place for that. But there's also a place where you need to consider what is your motive and what do you want the audience to know after you're finished with your, 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 your art, your creation? What do you want them to feel? If you want them to feel a conviction, then maybe you need to hit them hard. Or if you want to do something else and create communication, maybe you need to figure out how I can channel your anger in a different way. Because if you want to create a two-way street, now you got to think about, okay, what is my audience going to think of my anger? How am I going to express this in a way that creates communication? That's a different bag. So if your primary goal is to communicate, you have to decide how is this anger going to affect my audience? And is my audience going to be confronted or are they going to be encouraged to communicate and just create more of a dialogue? It's your choice. You just have to know that you're making the choice. So, hey, Ron, great to see you, man. Jasmine, so good to see you. Thanks so much for joining me on Instagram. And those of you who are joining me on uh, Facebook, just make sure you send a comment, say you know who you are and just give a wave so I can say hi. So we're talking about emotion and anger and how we express ourselves and create as creators and creative, creative freelancers and how that affects us on the inside. So number two was communication and your audience. Number one was authenticity. Number three is your actions. And of course, I am so, so encouraged by the people who are in my world who are doing amazing things creatively in the midst of dealing with anger. They are not simply lashing out. They are constructively forming works of art that speak to the authentic issues of how they see it in their time, in their way. And the anger is, is, is both felt and it is also understood. And the fact that we are able to create art in a, in a time that many people are not listening or are picking one side or another is a testament to how how powerful our art is and how creative life and creative work can be a voice that can speak louder than any politician. Actually, forgive me, everybody, I need to find this quote by John F. Kennedy. This is, this is why I do this like that. Um, because there are times that like a podcast, I don't remember these things. There's a quote by John F. Kennedy, and I'm going to have to find it. This is going to drive me crazy. And I'm sorry, this is driving me crazy, but it's something where he said very, okay, here it is. I'll just read this part. If sometimes our greatest artists have been most critical of our society, it is because of their sensitivity and their concern for justice, which must motivate any true artist, makes them aware that our nation falls short of its highest potential. I see little of more importance to the future of our country and to our civilization than the full recognition of the place of the artist. I mean, I just got chills reading that because it says that the politicians understood, that a president understood, that the artist can speak, and that the rest of that says somewhere, I was looking for the line, that the artist can speak louder than the jurist, louder than the scientist, louder than the politician. The artist has the capacity to be the voice that speaks greater than any law or any. And then anybody that follows the civil rights movement knows the power of music in the space of how it communicated and bonded people that could not necessarily even have a voice on social media to talk to each other. There's spirituals. Um, I can go on and on about how music has this power. Protest songs, all of these things speak beyond what maybe a politician or or a, or a public figure could. And so what I am really, 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 really 
trying to make sure our fellow artists understand is that you have a voice and by keeping your 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 authenticity and your ideas about how to express your anger channeled the right way that it doesn't eat you up inside you have power you have an ability to speak in a way that no other form of public communication has and so we have to be aware of that we have to wield that sword carefully we have to make sure that we never become a uh, a shell of ourselves because we are simply just have to put out, I have to, I have to speak, I have to express, I have to express. Now, because you have that power, what does it say in Spider-Man? With great power comes great responsibility, right? And that is so true in this space and time. So I have one more thing. I know it normally go 30 minutes and there's one more thing I want to share with you. I talked about authenticity. I talked about your actions. I talked about your edit, uh, uh, your audience, your action and your authenticity. The last thing is your attitude. So here's where I think this is a very important message for all of my fellow artists. Again, if you want to read this post, you can go to godandgigs.com slash angry um, and um, just just read it and think think through. There's other links all over the, the thing about, you know, where I talk about emotional labor, how, to, how, you, how we have to take care of ourselves, self-care for artists, um, how we have to be careful uh, in terms of I realize there's so many links in that particular post. I would just really direct you to the post if you want to read more about, you know, my my positions on being an angry artist and being able to speak and get mad without being mad or get mad without going mad, okay, without descending into madness. So the last thing I'll say is your attitude. So the most important thing about anger is not what it does to others, but what it does to us. The part that the problem with having a righteous, even a passionate cause, and I think uh, Jeremiah talks about this, where he says uh, that um, actually Jesus echoed it too. And it says, zeal for your house has consumed me. In other words, it burns him up inside. Now, Jesus was able to re- recharge and refocus, and he never let the anger burn him up inside. Jeremiah said it was like fire shut up in his bones, but he didn't get burned up. He was able to continue preaching. The issue with all of us creators, we've only been through this particular situation, this particular situation, which has happened over and over again, but this particular one has lasted about a month since the the fire started burning in the culture. And then, of course, we have the quarantine, which has gone on for three months. You all, all of us, we have to be careful that we don't allow that fire to burn us up from the inside to where we have nothing left to give. And I'm very, very, very specific here. I'm talking about our families. I'm talking about our churches. I'm talking about those closest to us that we're going to have to find a way to be able to be angry and sin not. We're going to have to be able to find a way that we never become hardened by the situation because people who become hardened by a situation become powerless to change it. If we become hardened and become bitter, not that anger is wrong, but if we become bitter, bitterness, I don't believe, has ever created great art. Now, there could be some places where you could say bitterness and anger and and sense of hopelessness has been expressed. But the person who gave up the art in exchange for the bitterness never came out the better for it. And I don't want to see that exchange in the artists in my community. I don't want to see bitter artists who are burned out, frustrated, and become a become a shell of themselves because they weren't able to channel their anger and handle it on the inside the right way. 
So I want to encourage you, if you're not in a church with a pastor that you can talk to or a circle of creatives that you can talk to, to make sure that you never allow the anger to become bitter and become hardened, where your art is now a place of pain versus a place of release, you got to find that. If you are a supporter of artists, you got to be able to be open to them. And when they support or create art that seems to be in your face and comes from a place of anger, you got to be able to reach beyond the art and say, wait a minute, there's a person behind that that created that for a reason. And they are speaking out of pain. And I need to be able to be receptive to this new form of a communication that doesn't necessarily sound the way they normally sound. And be aware of that, that the attitude and that the inner workings of the anger has to come out in a certain way. If it doesn't, then we also allow that bitterness to come. And we have to be aware of that. Well, friends, I pray that discussion really helped you to see the value of managing your emotions and your anger, any frustrations or stress that you feel. There are healthy ways to deal with it. And as creatives, we especially need to rally around each other and help each other to see the silver lining in everything, to deal with emotions and anger in a positive way so that we can affect change both in our world, in our culture, and in ourselves. So I pray that you will take some stock of everything that you've heard today. Make sure you share it with somebody else. This is one of those podcasts that I really encourage you to share with other people, not just to build our numbers, but more importantly, to have more impact across our creative industries. Okay. So that's our show for today. Make sure you subscribe and review once again, because subscribing helps you not miss a single episode and reviewing helps more creators to find this show via all the different podcast networks that we're on. Okay. Thank you so much. God bless you. Have an amazing, amazing and safe week of creativity. And one other thing, if you have anything that you'd like to share with me, always feel free to drop me an email at Alan at GodandGigs.com. I'd love to connect with more of you, both there and in our Facebook group, the God and Gigs Creative Community on Facebook. Okay, God bless. Talk to you soon. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thanks for joining us here at the God and Gigs Show. Please leave us a review on iTunes, like our Facebook page, or visit GodandGigs.com and tell us what you thought of this show. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, go create something amazing.